Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey guys, welcome back to Soul Sisters. Hi. I am Jesse Katz and I am joined by a very special co-host today. And that special co-host is Lane Moore. Hey, Lane. Hey, glad to be here. Hi. So happy to have you. Me too. We've been uh, talking about getting you on the show for a very long time. The even before time. the show existed. <laughs> I want to do so bad. But you're so busy. You have so many other things that you're writing and performing and making That's jokes true. about and writing tweets about. <laughs> and uh, so I'm very happy that we finally got to steal you away from all your other things. Me too. I feel like I feel like you're I feel like you're talking to me like someone I dated a long time ago who like now I'm too cool for. And it's like, no, I will date you with the podcast. Like, <sighs> you get it. OK, good. We thought we had lost you. But I'm no, glad no, we still no. have a chance. I'm still in. I still have Friday night. I mean, okay, good. I, you guys, you can have my Friday night. We'll, we'll be your Friday night, <laughs> ladies. That's fine. Soul That's Sisters fine will take me. what we can get. Yeah. Um, but this was also awesome because I felt like you would be a great person to join us for Ani DeFranco Day. Oh yeah, which is absolutely. what today was. No, I'm such a such a stupidly huge fan, and like I listened to her all the way over here, which is not really that different from any other day because I listened to her all the time so often mm-hmm. and notice like how poignant her lyrics still are today yeah. like just how relevant like this could have been an album that you know any of her albums that I grew up with in like the 90s and the early 2000s like could have come out yesterday and you would totally. have been like yes yeah which is awesome for the music a little bit sad for society absolutely absolutely because you know? you're like whoa these are still things that are oh my god and it's just it's, it kind of blows your mind when you listen to it. You're like, oh, this record was like 2003 and it's yeah. like it could not be more relevant to me as like a human adult in 2017. Exactly. Yeah. It's really trippy. Um, and now she has a new album out. It's called Binary and it's like fully Ani, but also has like a kind of um, Bayou groove to it. Yeah. <laughs> I, would say, you know? I think it, it, it should reach... Um, a, a good audience for her so yeah check it out guys yeah, yeah. um lane what else do you have going on these days if people want to hear more of you yeah um my let's give yourself a little plug here yeah why not let's do it um i uh i do a show called tinder live every month at littlefield in new york city and i'm touring with it at like colleges and music venues all around the country and around the world and so that's fun and um, it's amazing I've seen it guys it will kill you in a really good way thank you that's what I hope to do is just Mm -hmm. murder everybody in the the (laughs) coolest way in the coolest way (laughs) with joy Uh um and uh, my band is working my band it was romance is working on our second album right now so that's that's an exciting that's an exciting time and I'm working on a book for Simon and Schuster hell yeah 
Amazing. All, all cool things. All cool things. All cool shell things. Um, hanging with Ani DeFranco. Yeah, there apparently. you go. <laughs> uh, and by the way, guys, this Hangout with Ani DeFranco, we actually filmed it for you, and it's on YouTube, so you can listen to it as you're doing now, or if you want to switch over for the full audio-visual experience. Yeah, and watch uh, me feel really nervous talking yeah. <laughs> to my childhood idol, which is um, really fun to watch. Lane and Ani shared a fist bump, yeah, so you did. can see me it turn happened. green with envy, and I'm also green because I'm holding in a cough for the last half of this. <laughs> podcast there's a lot going on so check it out on youtube if you want on billboard's channel otherwise thanks for tuning in to soul sisters make sure you're following us on itunes if you're not already we'll have more amazing things to come i promise yeah. maybe even a return of lane if she oh, would hell yes. be so kind yeah i would love a second date awesome okay we'll schedule that <laughs> and Figure a third and a fourth <laughs> yes you heard it guys it's on the record um all right here we go soul sisters with ani defranco Feeling the roll? Rolling. Sure. Right, ready sure. to have a Rolling. chat? Rolling. Yes. <laughs> What's the next line yeah. after that? Pop quiz. Keep those somethings Rawhide. rolling. Rawhide. I think you jumped ahead. Uh, I, I want to say keep those doggies rolling, but is that, that like why that. would that be? Is that right? Does that mean like your feet? <laughs> your dogs? <laughs> isn't that a, the New York version. Your New York is showing. I th- well, like my dogs are yeah, yeah, it is. It is, which I don't like. Uh, we're doing a deep lyrical analysis with Ani DeFranco here on Soul Sisters today. Welcome, guys. <laughs> a Wild West edition. Um, Ani DeFranco, what's going on? Um, I got an album. You do have an album. Today. It's out. That's going on. Yeah. It's yeah. here, guys. It's out in the world. Yeah. And I should also mention we have Lane Moore here today, our special co-host. A couple of new faces for the podcast today. But probably neither are unfamiliar to a lot of you. Um, uh, okay, so today is the binary day. Yeah. Yay. How does it feel? Thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying to Lane, it takes, or no, you, yeah, yeah, it takes years for me to get an album from A to Z now. So it's just, it's like finally out damn spot. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you play songs off of it now, I assume that's probably part of the promoing now is doing performances mm. and stuff. Do those feel like newish? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I know. Well, old, well, see, like you haven't touched them in a, a while. Here's a strategy that I yeah. finally arrived upon uh-huh. after, you know, I mean, I used to spit albums out very quickly and I was on a, on my hamster wheels was spinning very fast yeah. for years. So, like your entire career, yeah, yeah. just my life, just <laughs> right. the earth. I think uh-huh. was spun quicker <laughs> decades ago. So I don't know. I was keeping up with myself, but then there was a bunch of years where it felt like, yeah, by the time the record came out, I was sick of those songs. I had already written a bunch of new songs, mm-hmm. and then I gotta play those again. Right. Yeah. So this yeah. time, I said to myself. After writing and recording the record, I knew it was going to take at least a year before it would be in a little box anywhere but my head. Mm-hmm. So I put the songs down, and I and I didn't pound them on the road. Okay. So now I have to relearn them. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's time though, for them right? to that be makes new. A lot I of think sense it's. To me. I think it's an improvement. So now yes. you can be excited about that. Yes. That makes yeah. so much yes. sense because, yeah, once it starts to come out, you're just like, okay, I hate these. And I remember yeah. when I was a kid reading Jewel talk about the same thing because it took her so mm. long to get her first record made. Yeah. And her talking about, like, well, I wrote these, like, seven years ago, so I'm sorry I'm not as excited as you guys are about my <laughs> right. new single that's, like, not new at all. Right. So, yeah. Love so, that honesty, yeah. though. Yeah, yeah, no, I remember reading that interview and being <laughs> yeah. like, whoa, is that, like... 
that makes sense to me. Right. And now I feel the same thing with yeah. putting a record. It's like, even if it's been out for a year, you're like, oh, it's been out for so much longer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel that way every time I'm at a show and, and someone plays their, like, one of their big hits and the crowd goes wild. And I have all this empathy for the artists of, like, are you so bored right now? Like, how does that, I guess I can ask you now because you're here. How does that feel? Well, like I just. Like playing songs that everyone's waiting for and then you do them. Well, First of all, I've kind of escaped that situation yeah. just by decades of not. I mean, I don't have any hits, <laughs> so that's well. That okay? Because you have nice like fan favorites, maybe. Fan favorites. It depends favorites. on our definition. Yeah, yeah. 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 you yeah, definitely yeah. have. Well, you have but, a lot of songs. It's not like you have one song that people are waiting to hear, like right. some artists. But there are definitely ones where, like, I'm sure you feel like, oh, they're right, definitely they're gonna ones. lose it that's when like, I play this now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sure like people are like 32 flavors. Like, I'm sure it's yeah. like that's right. yeah things like that. But I mean, I guess uh, uh, like just in relation to a lot of other artists, mm-hmm. I think I've steered pretty heavy in the other direction of just changing up the set list every totally. night and subjecting my fans to whatever my I'm on about that day. Yeah. And and it is and I think I have more than usual like people have really diverse takes on my catalog and what they're into and I I know this because when people request songs from the audience it's like they're all left field. It's like, "Oh, whoa, that song. I haven't played that in 10 years." No. Uh, that song <laughs> that really that song you know right. and it's pretty diverse and so yeah I don't I have no idea how an artist would play the same song every night even yeah. for a year yeah. when the record's out or what I just right can't do it I feel like your music is also well suited to avoid that because people are really tuned into the lyrics of your songs it's not just about getting that quick high off yeah, of like hearing right. that lick that you've right. loved your whole life so even if you hit them with something new or something less heard over the years they're they're still listening so they're still gonna get something yeah 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 there's a pretty intense listening which i'm so grateful for Mm -hmm. and um and yeah i have hundreds of songs to draw from so um which is great now because (laughs) history repeats itself yeah Yeah. i'm noticing (laughs) the longer i'm on the planet so it's like i have a lot to draw from to apply to whatever moment I'm in with people. Yeah, can you think of an example of that? Like one that you could pull out now and be like, sadly, this is very relevant again. Well, I mean, you know, after the last presidential election, Mm -hmm. I was like pulling out my songs from the early 2000s and when George W. was installed in office, you Uh know, and that same feeling of just crushing doom, you know. It's like, okay, let's all... Be happy and whole and healthy, well, with a backdrop of doom, you know. So mm-hmm. that I had a lot of songs, you know. I mean, every time there's a gun massacre, I can pull out a song I wrote in 1990, whatever, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And 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 it sounds like I wrote it yesterday, and it's mind blowing that I felt like the gun violence was at a completely untenable level. 17 years ago you know right. it's 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 terrifying how yeah. much songs continue to be relevant mm-hmm. right after this past presidential election did you have a moment of feeling like what's the point like this hasn't been enough the music hasn't been enough or did you just feel even more inspired to keep writing the way that you have 
I mean, I think like all of us, I was on a roller coaster (laughs) of many, many emotions. (laughs) Um, But I really, these days, I just, I feel like there are, as always, many things going on, you Mm -hmm. know, and depending on your perspective or how you choose, what you choose to look at, you know, I think we are in a deeply regressive perilous political moment and I think we're also in an incredibly profound awakening you know I mean I've in one sense that's what I'm trying to focus on now is just the fact that I feel a lot less alone in my political vehemence yeah totally we've all found our allies real quick yeah yeah and people just willing to talk to me about politics you know and patriarchy and think you know just mm-hmm. there's an appetite that is like oh right gives well, me it got a lot so of hope. bad it got so bad that people were forced to confront it and forced to talk about it whereas before it was like you knew something was up but a lot of people were like oh you have to really dig to you have to really right. think about it and people didn't want to do that which totally. is understandable but now yeah. it's like everywhere you look it's yeah so bad you have to talk about it right yep like I, I think i've heard you say before that you've always been that person who will mention patriarchy in every conversation <laughs> and now it happens to be very in vogue to yeah. do that yeah so we caught up to <laughs> <Ta-da>! you finally <laughs> i'm in style yeah revolution right back in style <laughs> i mean let's talk about the the positive stuff that's happening let's yeah. try to stay positive everybody yeah. um so like billboard just launched this whole new pride vertical and we have a whole pride facebook page and we've had all these artists writing love letters to their community this month and also um writing essays about artists that have inspired them i don't know if you saw yesterday justin cool. tranter wrote one about you oh, cool. he co-wrote a lot of the new halsey album yeah. and halsey um is very flexible with the pronouns that she uses in her songwriting and so he wrote this whole thing about how you were the first artist that showed him that you could do that Mm. Um, and it was like this really beautiful thing. So that's really nice that that's now, I'm sure it feels to you like finally, it's been a very long time coming, but now more mainstream artists are able to start doing that, mm. you know? Yeah. I mean, how did, did it, was it a conscious choice for you when you started songwriting to do that with pronouns? Yes. Yes. Like, did you weigh the pros and cons of it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and how did you make that decision finally? You're just like, fuck it. Well, I mean, especially in the early days, I suffered a lot. You know, it's just a lot Mm -hmm. of backlash. I mean, I just, you know, just my whole approach, everything, you know, the sound of the way I was singing and playing and my in-your-face feminism, let alone the queer Mm -hmm. thing. And the it's just, I definitely found you know contacted the defensive male generally you know like sort of patriarchal force you know Mm -hmm. it it found me and you know I was called all kinds of things and just pushed always being pushed pushed down and pushed aside like reduced you know they there was a strong energy to kind of write me off oh man hater or something and and it and it really reduces you and your art and what you're talking about and what you're the scope of what you're doing so it's you know i can empathize with people who wanted to would be in the closet rather than be reduced 
you know, in their full humanity or wanted to sort of escape all of that. But for me, I also had the, the, the converse experience of right away of having, you know, and again, in the beginning, mostly young women come up to me shaking and crying and because of you, I didn't kill myself or, you know, so bleh, look at me shaking and crying. So, and that experience always meant more. It just always meant so much more. Well, so it was like the power yeah. of what you're doing. It's like, it's the same, both experiences that are actually the same because the power of what you were doing is why you were getting that backlash. But the power of what you were doing is why you were getting this positive. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, it, it makes that's, sense. It's very zen. <laughs> <laughs> it's got nothing to it's do with true, me. Though. It's just about it's like, that person and that person and totally. that person. But yeah. they didn't like, I feel like those 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 people who didn't want you doing that didn't want those women feeling that way do you know what i mean it's like they didn't want them feeling that empowered and whole and okay and you know i feel like there's something yeah there's some connection there yeah yeah you know and just the way that we're used to talking those things in the mainstream like i saw this amazing mtv news video where they interviewed you in 1995 and they were like backstage with you at a show or something and the reporter's sitting down with you and like starts trying to talk to you about bisexuality and is like trying to understand it. And she's like, is this something that like changes over the course of time? For By the you? way, those conversations still happen no, I know. every friggin' day. Yeah, totally. I can tell you from experience. And she's like, or is it just like however you feel that night, you know? <laughs> however you feel that night. Yeah, it's like MTV no. News explain like sexuality no, to me. To you, yeah, right. Yeah. Like, I mean that. explaining it to you and then asking you to explain it back to her, right. it sounds like which is even more upsetting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What do you do exactly. right <laughs> yeah 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 for men or because i thought about yeah. it like, well yeah. we've you know we've come a ways yeah and it takes i mean yeah and i just i like that you didn't say we've come a long ways yeah, yeah we've, no. come a ways. <laughs> we've come a ways and then we come back we around it's like yeah. a spiraling right <laughs> but um no actual distance just time yeah just yeah. time travel well <laughs> yeah 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 what is time right but yes, I I was aware really early on also that, you know, these ideas to me of too private, too personal seemed like a cop out to mm-hmm. me, you know, because once again, the minute I found the bravery to say that thing, I found out that's not private and personal, that's universal. And so is everything about me Yeah, and, and anyone. So... It's, it was just a matter of how far out on your own limb are you willing to go? How much flack can you withstand? And, mm-hmm. and you know, and this sort of all of those conversations along the way um, that kind of are very, yeah, very square one-y. Right. I mean, you're laughing hard. You're taking it very well. <laughs> That's I, good. I was I really wondering all, what your internal monologue yeah, was. Many days I did not. I, yeah. I look back right. to my young self and I had a lot of... I mean, maybe it's sort of built up over years of kind of being faced with that but resistance. Yeah. Not Maybe the curiosity is one thing. That's more fun. But mm-hmm. <laughs> the resistance, I think, yeah, I think it's it was, you know, I had to get really pissed off before I got even humble about it. Like, totally. I don't know everything either. Yeah. Um, was being on your own label part of that? Like resisting back, giving yourself your own platform so that no one would be able to actually clamp down on what you are making? Well, believe it or not, I think 
that was kind of the assumption along the way uh-huh. that I well, was it more practical than that. No, it was more ideological. Oh, okay. I mean, I think that a lot of what people assumed and maybe wrote about was that I escaped, I resisted the control, you know, of the big labels, mm-hmm. you know, by do and I actually didn't have a fear of that. I I should have. If I'd have known more, I would have. Yeah, but you were I too young to know better. I was. I just had this idea that nobody was ever going to tell me what to do. Yeah. I couldn't imagine a scenario where that would happen effectively. So, yeah. how old were you then? I mean, I was eighteen yeah. when I started Righteous Babe. So That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. I mean, I was living on my own when I was fifteen, so I got a kind of a jump start yeah. on the adult life. Yeah. But um, I mean, for me, it was just about capitalism bad Mm -hmm. you know revolution good get in bed with profit motivated capitalist entity to make revolution (laughs) 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 can't do it yeah can't do it perfectly nice people offering me great things along the way but just didn't make sense. It just didn't make sense on a very sort of fundamental level, not practical at all. Yeah. Where did that ideology come from in you from such a young age? I mean, my- jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. My parents were progressive okay. people, so I, I, I was lucky. You know, my mom was kind of an activist mm-hmm. herself, totally a feminist, an angry feminist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, a generation of women that worked twice as hard to get into the professional sphere. She was an architect, you know, first in her everything, you know, as a chick. and mm-hmm. But then did all the housework, all the childcare, all the cooking you know she Mm -hmm. washed our clothes by hand she was and then at one point she actually printed out her resignation as a housewife and stuck it to the front door of our house that's amazing she quit very complex ending yeah (laughs) complex wait where was this (laughs) was this in a suburb somewhere no middle of the city okay middle of the city they were i mean my my parents were both immigrants too so i got that Where'd you Belief in America, in democracy, a, a sort of in Buffalo, New York, okay. in the middle of the city, and they, they both also just they they had the immigrant mentality, which is we are lucky to be here. Mm-hmm. It is a privilege to vote. Mm-hmm. It's a privilege to pay taxes. We're proud to pay taxes. Look at what that gets you. Yeah, you know, which is a mentality that I think 
we've slipped very far from. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you've actually said something really important about voting recently that I would love to talk to you about, not to have such a circular conversation, mm -hmm. but it's fine. Hey, why not? Politics and Circles yeah. are good. Okay. Um, yeah, and time is relative. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, but the idea that voting is not just a way to have your voice heard, right? Like, you made a very emphatic stance about that, that it's it's more, I don't know, practical than that, or it, it's, it's not more just about airing an opinion. Right? Yes, right, or expressing oneself. Right. Yeah, we've become a nation of isolated individuals, and I think that's where our democracy crumbles. Like, yeah, my parents instilled in me really early on, you have to be accountable to the collective. That's mm -hmm. what it's about. It's guess what? There are places where that's not even possible, and it's worse. You know, this thing called democracy that we are, are have available to us is very powerful, but unless you exercise it, it doesn't exist. And I think even when people vote now, we've sort of, young people have been mind-melded into this cult of the individual, and we think we're expressing ourselves, and we want a candidate. It's that like an identity. Yeah, it's an identity thing, not an act of maintenance for your society mm -hmm. that you do because you understand you're a part of something bigger. So I think that was a lot about what I was talking about after this last election, because mm -hmm. you know my audience is very progressive. I've weeded out the riffraff. <laughs> and I think you had some uh, conservative <laughs> people following you, and then at some point they were like. It's too much. I can't. Well, yeah, maybe they walked in the door once. <laughs> That's as far as they got. Yeah. Thought it was the bathroom. Yeah, We're like, no. no, no, very. Every now and then I'll be at thoughts. a songwriters festival or at a guitar festival, and you can always see after a few songs, whoop, goodbye, yeah. goodbye. And all right, now it's, That's oh well. Yeah. But, um, that is fine. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I'm, although, you know, these days I do try to write and sing. You know, I mean, I think I think the most essential thing is to uplift yeah. others. You know, you can't fight or convince somebody they're wrong, but right. you can make yourself stronger. Mm -hmm. And then that person might go, hmm, I want to go over there. Yeah. That looks fun. So I've been doing a lot of that, but mm -hmm. I do have more of a will in my old age to build bridges, you know. Yeah. I'm hoping that those people won't leave the room. Right. That maybe right. I can continue to do my work. Yeah in a way that they can absorb it. tolerate yeah, you know. tolerate even yeah no i get it maybe not absorb just like sit there quietly <laughs> i mean seriously like, listen to i, I was no, raised I on the like second wave feminist you know those are yeah. my teachers you know audrey lord saying tolerance what is that that's bullshit we yeah. need to celebrate difference we need to we need to seek it and honor it and you know, now it's 2017, and I'm like, we just have to get back to tolerate. I know. Right? We've, I know. Just at least tolerate. No, that absolutely. Was, that was right and ambitious, but we slipped. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I remember thinking that, too, because I grew up in a time where it was like tolerance was the thing they were talking about in the right. school. It was just like tolerance. And I was like, ugh. And also, no one was tolerating anything. Like, like yeah. me and all of my friends, like anybody who was queer, anybody who was different, like we're getting like beat over the head with like two by fours and all of these things. And it was just like, <laughs> it was like, and this is not that long ago. Like, it's like, this is ridiculous. But mm -hmm. I will say one thing, and it's like, I'm sure you've heard this from other people, but I remember in terms of the pronoun thing, like... In my small town, I remember listening to some of your songs and being like, whoa, it's possible to like 
live in a world or like have a life or like you could be with another woman like I didn't even know that was a thing I didn't even know that was an option but it's like I know the wrong person could hear that and think like oh you're like convincing people it's like no that's not it like this was already who I was I was already being told that it wasn't okay to feel the same way about men as I did about women and hearing somebody write about like oh yeah this is nothing this is not any different like you wrote about it in such a matter of fact but also like joyous rebellious Mm. like Mm. just passionate Mm. way that was like you made it sound like this fun thing instead of this like horrible weight Mm -hmm. which is how it felt I know I'm not the only one it felt like or this just Mm -hmm. like something that was wrong with me that needed to be buried yeah I mean that's I guess a lot about this new song and record binaries where I'm coming from these days is like I just I'm so deeper and deeper in that awareness that you can't be yourself unless you are reflected back Mm -hmm. it's a your consciousness itself is a loop that involves something other than yourself there's no such thing as becoming yourself in in a vacuum on your own there's in fact i think that every that consciousness itself is a relationship that's what i'm Mm -hmm. i I feel like I'm coming to understand through all of these same experiences. It's like yeah. until somebody has to say it or show it and you go, yeah, that's me. It's that's true, me though. over there. It's the greatest and form of connection. Know, yeah. So it's like and and you look at just the our physical design and it's like, right, everything one ear, you know, can hear but not perceive depth and spatial relation, the full amount of information of the world it's only in stereo you know mm-hmm. that we know anything yeah so i just yeah i'm all about it yeah i'm all about <laughs> that that loop yeah, yeah <laughs> no and it's so it's so powerful and even with you know i don't know if we're going to talk about the new album yet or where you're at i don't want to oh. direct this you got it you got <laughs> it Let's do the- where you want to go yeah because yeah, i also want to like i also want to talk about that but um one of my favorite tracks was um play god it just like there were some things that you touched upon that i just found to be so it's like you know similar themes that it's like obviously so many of us are talking about but you just said that i mean like as always but like you just said it in such a way that i was like you know when you talk about like 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 these like dudes who are in power and it's like you're controlling literally everything like you have to control even this thing as well really like even this thing but the most powerful part was the when you talk about like no you don't get to play god this time i do i was like i think there really is something to that that the people who are really you know anti-women having control over the reproductive rights like they want to have power power over everybody and it's like no can we at least get this one thing at the very least i mean you know those second wave feminists back in the 70s that that helped me grow up you know they were saying it back then you know men are in control of death you know that is their that is their power and their providence the killing and there is death is a part of life death is a part of our world but women are in control of life you know and that and men have it's a greater power (laughs) and and the early deities you know the early goddess worship you know the the earliest human carvings of uh, of god figures were big bulbous pregnant Mm -hmm. women females creation the miracle of creation happens every day and women do it and so as agents of creation we should be respected as such. Yeah. 
and have agency because yeah. you simply, when you are not a part of that process, you cannot understand it. Even a woman who never gives birth, I mean, I don't, it might be more esoteric, but in that song, I try to nod to, I, you know, what is it like each month a bill? Mm-hmm. You know, like, I think, you know, we have this sort of patriarchal condescending way of looking at PMS and women are crazy and they're right. just emotional Again, dismissive because they don't know because they're not yeah. experiencing it. And like, what if society could, could evolve to understand <laughs> that PMS is death? It's a human seed, which we've carried since we were born, mm-hmm. all of our seeds. It's the hugest cell by far of any human cell, the ovum. It's in there all those years just waiting for its shot, like any seed of anything, just longing for life. And then it's got to give up and it dies and part of you dies and the, the world spins dark. And it's like you've just experienced the death that is inherent in life. And you do it every month, whether that egg is fertilized or not. You know, so anyway, I think women know a little bit more about this process and what it means. And you, and you pay into it your whole life, having a reproductive system, no matter what you do with it. Oh, yeah. And it's taxed and all of these, like, yeah. yeah. It so it's, it's a bill on yeah. so many levels. Yes. On so many, and we're all taught to like not talk about this thing that we have to deal. Like it's in, it's insane. Yeah. That's a whole other thing. But yeah. No, I know. I, I was thinking about this the other day. The fact that in offices we still have to be like, "Hey, do you have a tampon?" Exactly. And yeah. then you have to like what? carry it in a covert way, like you have a gun, yeah, I'm like and it's like it what? Into my pocket, yeah. Stealing out into the night. Yeah. Why? Because you can't talk <laughs> about it, and it's like yeah. you've dated. Even with yeah. like modern relationships, like a couple years ago, I had a moment where I was dating a guy, and I was like. I know this is really weird and I shouldn't feel weird saying this because I'm like an adult and you have sisters and you've dated women and you know what women are and you know what they do and you know they have bodies. But like, I can't hang out tonight because I have cramps. It was just like, I felt so weird about being like, I have menstrual cramps. Right. That's insane. Yeah. I'm an adult person. Yeah. In a metropolitan area. (laughs) Like, it's stupid. (laughs) But like, there's still so much. It doesn't end when you're like 17. Yeah, the the sort of shame and... Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah, I mean, and I just feel like we have to get to the point where we can talk about reproductive freedom as a civil right, which is really where play God is coming from. It's, It's a whole unfinished business of civil rights, you know, because they apply only to women. It's been a long time coming. Totally. So you've said that you wrote the album before the election but it still very much applies, obviously. Are there any songs that after the election you were like, oh, I would tinker with that one? Or like, that was maybe too hopeful or something, you know? No, it was more, you know, I've had this spooky experience with writing, with uh-huh. making art since the beginning for now it's like 30 years. Yeah. I've been writing songs and lots of premonition. Mm. Lots of premonition, which is used to freak me out, used to freak me out. Like I don't, how, whoa. Like when I wrote that song, I didn't even, I don't, what is that song? I don't know. And then it happened, Yeah. you know? Do you do it in oh. life too or just songwriting? Well, I think my feeling now is for one thing, when you are making art from a subconscious or super conscious, something other than your mind, mm-hmm. you know, a place, I mean, I think the subconscious is the super conscious, you know, it's, uh, 
outside of the wheel of your thought, you actually know a lot more than you can think. So I think in that sense, I, you know, we know what's coming in, in a lot of, and then, you know, as I also get older and read a lot of quantum physics, you know, and, and get deeper into this idea that the whole linear aspect of time is an illusion, uh-huh. you know, that the past and the future is an invention of our left hemisphere of our brain. It's You're all now. Check me out right now. Dude. <laughs> no, when I check start thinking about out. this stuff, I get real freaked out. Check this out. How could that be? Because the past is under your feet. It's here right now. It's all right there. The future is over the horizon. It ex- is existing right now. You just can't quite see it because it's in the present is where you're standing. But it's all, and if, like, you can conceptualize that spatially, but if you could do that with time, it's right. also true, said Einstein and yeah. many others. And so in that sense, when I write a song, it's that's not, wedded to time you know it's not of time when it's coming from something it's not bound by that linear perception i mean i get it frankly (laughs) (laughs) i'm with her well because i i'm with it but it's like it's a lot yeah i mean i I just i i have those little experiences of writing a record and then everybody's like whoa that really applies to now but you wrote it yesterday right yeah, because there actually is no yesterday <laughs> and tomorrow. Well, but also it's it's so it's always so exciting for me to hear like songwriters talk about that kind of that kind of writing because <laughs> I write songs in the same way where it's like there's something that's like channeled through me yeah. and it's not super yeah it's not you know it just all comes out at once it's yeah. like how I've always written through you yeah oh yes. absolutely I've and, heard other songwriters too say whoa and then it yeah premonitions yeah can occur absolutely. Because it's yeah because there were things that I knew and it's like sometimes I look back at like different songs I wrote for different relationships I'm like oh I knew exactly how that would end I knew exactly where all the pieces were Mm -hmm. and then like they fell exactly that way and I'm like yeah yeah it's 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 cool though I mean we should all meditate more I know and access that place yeah because it's very much there Mm -hmm. yeah so 20th studio album right but like how many albums total I don't know. I don't know. Much more than 20. <laughs> yeah. But does 20 feel like a number for you? I mean, it's nice and round. Yeah, it's, it's kind of cool. <laughs> and I do, and 20, and it feels, I feel like I'm at the beginning of something. So it's nice to have that round number to put here as I move on. What's the next thing? What's the mm. premonition? <laughs> I mean, a lot of, uh, I'm going through it, a lot of in- internal change i'm having another i don't know if my saturn is returning again but i feel like i'm 28 again i'm a i'm in a good way or no it sucks (laughs) sucks. yeah i don't know that saturn return is ever (laughs) yeah to be good but i get it yeah Yeah. no i Mm. (laughs) you were you were optimistic right now i'm 46 and shit is crashing down again and and rebuilding in a way that i i don't i can't foresee with my brain um but and in the world too, it's like yes. I think there's a lot of rebuilding and just everything kind exactly. of needs to fall away. So I've, I mean, this whole thing that I've done in my writing of I, me and my society are one, and I'm feeling it all with. It's not I didn't make it up. I, it's just yeah. happened with me, 
if my country implodes, I implode. And it's just, I feel, I'm glad to be connected in that way. You know, I was in New York at 9-11. I was in New Orleans for Katrina. I just feel like, God, I want to be less connected. Right, no. (laughs) Sometimes. I get that. I get that a lot. I'm a person who, like, on the train, I can, like, feel who is sad. And Mm. I, like, know they're sad and it will bother me. And, like, I feel personally responsible. Oh, it's hard being a chick <laughs> <laughs> well and like a super empath like i think yeah i, was gonna I think a lot of women feel that but it's like it's so much it just feels heavier with me and i only know that because when i speak to a lot of other people they're like i don't feel that ever and i'm like okay cool yeah and then i just like walk away yeah. and sit alone yeah because mm-hmm. you know so yeah it's a lot well yeah not just women do it but i think women specialize yeah, yeah. I think so too. Yeah, and it's 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 heightened, but it's very yeah, it's very feeling that kind of connection again. Yes, yeah, is, is that sounds lovely, but that's a lot of yeah, it's a lot of tragedy to be very immersed in. Mm-hmm. All right, so album's out now. What do you do? Now I go back on the road and play music for right. people. Yeah. I've been home for good? like six months. Yeah, I can't okay. wait. Awesome. I mean, I love my kids, and it's been <laughs> it's been cool being planted for a while, but um. It'd be nice to play some music. Yeah. You're going to be out in Europe, right? Yeah. Okay. And then here? And then here in the fall. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. <laughs> cool. So are you announcing those dates soon? Uh, tomorrow, Monday or something, yeah? we're announcing soon. a fall tour. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Yeah. So I think when this comes out, that should be out. So check yeah, them out. Yeah. Check out those dates. Yeah. Very exciting. <laughs> um, all right. I feel good about this conversation. Yeah. A lot cool. to think about. <laughs> yeah. A lot of thought. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. A lot of things people to Google. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Quantum theory. Yeah. yeah. yeah we're good. Um, <laughs> awesome. Ani, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, the album is binary. Check it out. It's good stuff. And it's got that New Orleans vibe. Yeah. Also. You can feel it in yeah. this one. Yeah. It's yeah. there. Made in that place yeah. for sure. Yeah. All right, thank Sweet. you. Sweet, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's fun. You don't get to play God, man. I don't. You get to run the world in your special way. You get much more, much more than you say. Government, religion, it's all just patriarchy. I'm insist you leave it one thing. 